to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. So, Defiant Flourishing. We're in week three of part two of this series. And so, to be defiant is to be boldly resistant. And that's us. The Christian way of living is a radical way of living. See, the way of Jesus, the way of Christianity is to actually stare self and ease square in the face and say, no, the answer isn't found in me. The answer is found in him. That's what makes us defiant. It's like there's a roar on the inside of us. There's a conquering mandate labelled on our heart. It's a knowing we are in this world yet not of this world. It's a victory that lives and breathes. That is what makes us defiant. But you see, it's not just us being defiant for defiance sake. It's not just being rebels without a cause. We are designed to be defiant in our flourishing. That is living in the life that has been purchased for us. And I know, friends, that this is the desire of our hearts, that this is the sort of people that we are called to be. We are a John 10.10 people. And so how does one be defiantly flourishing amidst the complexities and complications of our modern world? Well, you see, that's what our purpose circles are all about. They're providing a mobilising pathway for us. They're giving us next steps. They're trying to simplify some of that complexity. And so these purpose circles, they reflect the heartbeat of who we are. Us as a defiant, flourishing people, these purpose circles encapsulate us, the defiantly flourishing humans. And so we've heard Jace over the last couple of weeks reignite and re-unpack the seven elements. And so they're there behind us. We all should be pretty familiar with them now. And I, I loved this fire symbolism that Jace used last week. I feel like it's a really timely, symbolic, and in many ways kind of simple way of understanding what these are actually designed to do. And he said that Jesus is the fire, the fire at the centre, that it is the lightness and brightness of who we are, that Jesus flames us up. He is the fire burning bright that Jesus at the centre is our why. And then the second circle, you see, these are the tools, the rhythm, the disciplines that help stoke the fire, that keep the fire burning. This helps maintain that fire for Jesus, that love for Jesus, that passion and focus for Jesus. These are the transformative practices. These are what Jay said are the fuel, the fuel that we keep throwing on the fire. These are the how we keep the flame burning. And then the outer circle is the impact then 
the demonstration, the response, the fruit that this fire has. It's the light, the heat. It's what can be seen and felt and known and experienced in tangible ways, not just for us personally, but for those that we do life with. And on that outer circle are the three key signatures, the key fruits that we believe us here at C3 Hepburn Acrypt Hepburn Heights across all our locations, we believe that these are the areas we are called to fan into flame. These are our what. And so I'd encourage you to not only go back and maybe revisit the last couple of weeks' content if you haven't been with us either on YouTube or on podcast, but to even go back and re-listen to the original series when this launched at the start of 2020, which feels like 17 years ago but was actually only just over 18 months, and it was under the banner of a decade on purpose. But today, today is going to be a little bit of a different experience. And so I want you to begin to prepare your hearts. And as I was standing down there in worship just a moment ago, having witnessed this glorious journey of many of these people's decision, I just had the image that we're already in the river, right? We're already in the river. We're already in the river this morning, people. So this is just another experience of the presence of God and encountering of him as we are in the river. So I actually want us to slow down a little bit this morning. It's going to be some space here of reflecting, some pausing. And so we're about to enter into a time of liturgy. So liturgies, what are they? For some of you... They may be incredibly familiar. Liturgies are formative and repetitive practices designed to fashion and move us collectively. And one of the sort of perhaps best known form of liturgy is the old prayers that were rooted in liturgical tradition. And these prayers are my childhood friends. They were the first prayers I uttered as a child and a young teen as I was coming to understand and grow in my love for Jesus. And so I have a great respect and passion for liturgical prayers and continue to revisit them even as they exist today in many of the evangelical prayer books. And so as part of this defiant, flourishing relaunch and a reignition of our purpose circles, I've written seven liturgical prayers for each of the seven areas of the circle. And so let me tell you a little bit about these. So these seven prayers have been soaked and supernaturally inspired by scripture. There are around 52 scripture references in these seven prayers. So if you fancy going on a bit of a Bible treasure hunt, that's something that you can do. Each stanza of each prayer is actually inspired by a doctrinal truth and a biblical theme. And so at some point we'll actually provide these, we'll, we'll make these available on our website or something so that they can be a deep dive or a study tool for you if that is something you'd like to do. And so these seven prayers, they address and express the heart of each part of the circle. And these seven prayers are designed to give us language to give us collective language as we repent, as we wrestle, 
as we wonder and as we worship. And these seven prayers have been written to strengthen our collective faith, ultimately leading us into an encounter with Jesus. And so as Holy Spirit ignited my digital pen, I could literally sense Jesus sitting beside me on a stool as I wrote them. And he lovingly, tenderly, fiercely tumbled the words out of me. And so, church, I don't take this weighty honour lightly of trying to encapsulate what I believe is our collective heart for this church and our Jesus. And so my prayer is that these will be the formative and repetitive purpose that they're designed to be, that we will use them in prayer. We will use them in our homes. We will use them as a prayer tool. And so we've made them readily available for you. Thank you, media team, as per usual. So they're coming up behind me on the screen. So they're under the purpose circles if you jump on there. I know many of you visited this part of our website this week. You jump into one of the seven areas you'll see coming up on the screen. So click on Jesus, for example. So they're all here for you to print off, to screenshot, to hold in your camera reel in your phone. And they're, they're designed to be the formative and repetitive tool to fashion within us our love for Jesus. So let's take a deep breath. <laughs> That's largely what I need to do. Let's invite Holy Spirit right now to ready our hearts. And the words to all these liturgical prayers are going to come up on the screens as I read them. And you can sit in reverence and in awe. You can sit with your eyes closed. You can, you can sit however you need to to let these words wash over you and take a hold of the heartbeat behind them. So let's begin in the centre, as we should, with Jesus. Holy Spirit, let me get through this. A liturgy for a people who put Jesus at the centre. Our Jesus, our Alpha and Omega, our purpose, the axis on which the world turns, the centre on which our lives are held. Forgive us, O Lord, for where we have moved other idols into your rightful place, where we have worshipped ourselves our spouses, our children, our comforts, our monuments of success, where we have not loved you with the mosaic of ourselves. How can we forget we are called to live with your name painted on our hearts, cradling our minds, echoing in our mouths, defining our days enthroned in our bones we declare again in collective faith you are our timekeeper our shadow lifter our reason maker our noise shifter our pathway pointer we will attune our ears to your good shepherd voice oh how we love your voice 
We will follow you to green pastures even when we can't yet see them. We will commit to hard work habits that keep our feet and souls weighted in purpose. We will daily posture in surrender to you even when, especially when it feels too hard. We will fill our homes, our heads and our hearts with notes of worship. So your words are loudest. We will wildly and tenaciously grasp the victory, the provision, the power, the flourishing, the blessing. You have jaw-droppingly gifted us. Our Saviour and our Lord, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the mountaintop moment, in the middle of the stumbling, the seeking and the sojourning, in the middle of our usual Tuesday, our standard Thursday, our racing Saturday, our corporate Sunday, in the middle of our identity where you whisper, my beloved, in the middle of the fire that flickers with kingdom coals, there in the middle, be in the middle, there and then and only there and then, despite what the chatter may say, is the life we long for is the life we were born for, is the life you love for, is the life you gave for. We put up our hands again today for that Jesus-centred life. We're all in. Amen. I've got six more to go. If you want to sit or people are whatever you want to do open space if you feel like you need to kneel, sit differently. This liturgy is about our heart for prayer, to become a people who are hallmarked by prayer, that this discipline will be built in us, empowered by Holy Spirit. A liturgy for a people of prayer. When our mouths have become full of anxious and ordinary words and our minds have raced and run, when our heart is limping and our soul is clouded and covered, when we are tripping up on the humdrum lines of the everyday, let us invite you to the table of our heart's conversation. You already have a place set for us and a chair pulled up. Be it in sleepy state in pressured moment, in beachside meander, in zealous vision, in beige ordinary, in cumbersome crisis, in holy passion, in weighty challenge, in the fabric of today's tapestry. Let our hearts and words turn towards you in thinking and in conversation. Show us the adventurous breadth and width, the beauty and power of prayer. In tearful lament, in wrestling intersection and in intercession in breath held whisper in gathered voice in telling groans in echoing declaration in gentle chats in prophetic picture in scripture soaked contemplation in our father may we be those who pray without ceasing in and through and around and beside all occasions as oxygen to our lungs as fuel to the Jesus fire. May our collective voices be heard saying, search us and break us. 
forgive us and free us. Empower us and send us. We are reminded again of the sacred scandal of having you so close that you can hear our every word. Amen. This liturgy reflects our heart and passion for the Bible, for the Word. A liturgy for a people of the Word. Forgive us, O Lord, for chasing shallow truth, quick fixes and bland bread. In the chattering media, in token conversation, in puffed up opinion, in the cavern of self, for placing your word under a pile of rowdy to-dos. Awaken us again to the supernatural delight of your word. O sovereign Lord, let us see you with spirit-soaked eyes on those life-breathed and life-breathing pages. Those pages telling stories of ache, victory, power and humanity. Those pages threaded together in an unending narrative of your love for us. We declare again that your word will shape us, mould us, transform us, search us, lantern light the path for us, define and find us. O author of all, author of our all, you who write the stars and arrange the waves, we trust your word. We love your word. We bathe in the truth of your word. We will go on a transformation treasure hunt and receive in the waiting soil of our hearts the supernatural seed of your word. By grace and in faith, we heartily take hold with two hands that our best year in the Bible is right within our reach. So we open your good news pages again today. Amen. One more and then we'll have a little break. Discipleship community. This is about our heart to love one another and together. Our heart for the church and groups and fellowship. A liturgy for a people of discipleship community. O Lord, you who by very definition and design is three in one. You who concretize perfect community. We stand mindful of the pervading pull to make it all about ourselves. Forgive us, O relational God, and draw us back towards the communion table. May we break messy bread with others. May we roll up our sleeves and wash each other's tired feet. May we sing out of tune and out of time in collective love. May we be lavish with our generosity, not our criticism. May we learn to mute the voice of preference and instead kindle unity. May we attune our ears knowing wisdom can come like a gift from another's mouth. May we be engaged not in momentary glance but with boots and all heartstrings. May we always swing the pendulum towards giving, not just receiving. May we have the deep breath courage to be accountable with a trusted few. 
may we remember the gripping honour and responsibility that we can help each other come more alive. Oh, Sovereign Lord, we are reminded that the work of a disciple is indeed work, tangled communal work, following you, our shepherd Jesus' work, and your church, your bride, is the engine room, the building ground, the rolling our sleeves up kitchen cafeteria for those who have put their hands up for such work. So together, covered and scaffolded by your justice, truth, love and grace, we are indeed showing up. Amen. So this track's just going to play for a little while, guys. It's going to give us a couple of minutes, I probably more for myself than anything. I'm just going to lift this, this track and we're just going to have like a sealer moment, pause and reflect moment. just want you to sit in this song, sit in the presence, sit in those words. Let's allow Holy Spirit to speak to you, fashion you. If you feel prompted to write anything down, grab out your phone or, or something to write some notes. If you want to flick onto the website and pull any of the liturgies up, you can. Just let's not get distracted by other things if we've got our phone in our hands. But let's just sit in this moment of corporate beauty and wonder and reverence and awe.
We're now going to move on to the outer circle. The fruit, the evidence of his fire burning bright. Firstly, that we will be a people who foster family and friendships. That we will prioritise and grow in our relationships. We don't take relationships lightly. A liturgy for a people who foster family and friendships. Oh, gracious Lord, may we be a people that put on a love, on love like a familiar and well-worn jacket. A love that is as deep as it is wide. A love that bears all manner of burdens. A love that binds with a unifying thread. A love that echoes blessing. A love that looks through the lens of what we can get, what we can give before what we can get. A love incubated in the kaleidoscope of relationships. A love with your name cross-stitched on it. We pray, oh God, that this love will be left as snapshots on cafe tables, school hallways, breakfast benches, dinner tables and in children's bedrooms. And these snapshots will tell picture stories of our lives magnificently entwined with yours long after we are gone. Build in us, relational God, the ongoing desire to have your hope-bringing, peace-giving light evidenced in those we do our lives with and around. A light that will trip others up in the most beautiful and surprising ways and cause them to ask, what do you have and where do I find it? We need your daily help like bread, O bread of life. In our eating and walking and living and sharing with others, we daringly ask for outstretched hands and not clenched fists. Scandalous compassion and kindness that plays the melody of the kingdom. Knee-bending humility that wafts with forgiveness. And wisdom, oh yes, wisdom, how often we leave her behind a closed door. We ask for all these things as we pray ourselves full. We declare we are building stories, building people, building generations. So help us today, oh loving Lord, as we seek, find and use the tools we need to get down to this artful business of building. We stand ready to sculpt anti-fragile, not always pretty, but indeed gritty. Families, children, marriages, friendships and people trademarked by your love. Amen. May we grow as influencers. That is, move on a pathway of influence to our world, our little world and our bigger world. May we move in the direction of becoming more like Jesus. A liturgy for a people who grow as influencers. We find ourselves here again shaking off our preoccupation with self, kicking to the curb our comparison traps and pitfalls, and instead feet ready, heart ready, goal ready, and forgetting what is behind straining towards what is head and pressing on towards the goal to that we've been called. The call is to grow in you. The call is to take up space in a room and a city as we are agents of change. The call is to influence, not be influenced. Maker of all, let your kingdom come in and through us in our workplaces, our schools, our homes and our businesses, that we will be caretakers and meaning makers of the gifts you have fashioned within us. Holy Spirit, breathe on these embers now and start a gift fire. We commit to using these gifts in the big and the little, in the extraordinary and the ordinary, in the middle and the muddle. 
we see that we are a people whose voices, pens, words, sounds, systems, designs, colours, creativity and conversations will go above the noise, the clutter, the feast, the chaos, the look-at-me dialogues to the ones, the tens, the thousands and millions because you have called us to be storytellers of influence. We surrender to your let there be light growing in us step by step and day by day. A light that is uplifting, door opening, service bringing, integrity breathing, feet grounding. We declare again, maker of heaven and earth, that grow us from the inside out. Form us in your glory drenched light. Amen. And finally, may we go beyond. This is such a hallmark of who we are. This is a mission stamp of this church spanning four decades. A liturgy for a people who go beyond. Even when we are caught in shadows and lament and our words and walk feel full of cement, may we lean in the direction of others. Lean in the direction of our neighbours, our community, our Madhu brothers and sisters, our families across the ocean. May we lean towards the broken, the lost, the misplaced, the mistaken and the misunderstood. Keep writing your name on our hearts, dear Lord Jesus. Right next to the name of others, may this be the stamp by which we are known. Holy One, emblazon us to be your light bearers, hope cultivators, peace ambassadors, love choreographers, story rewriters. O Lord, give us your eyes to see, eyes to see the other just as you did, the other blanketed in shame, the other straining up a tree, the other despised in the dirt, the other filling her water jars yet still so painfully thirsty. Empower us, ready us, break us, burden us, move us to give faithfully of what is in our hands and our harvest, knowing you breathe supernatural life on seed. To pray with plus one hearts and groans of faith. To go across the street, across the room, across the desert, across the ocean, across ourselves. Merciful Father and Maker, let us daily attune our ears to the ache of heaven where there is room for so many more and we are called to hold the door open. Amen. Thank you for moving through this liturgical journey with me this morning. Bless you, beautiful people, as you defiantly flourish. Be glorified, Jesus, as we live this and share this. Amen.
Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.